Hello, scary dolls. Hello. Hello. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carol. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. Welcome. Podcast. Welcome <laughs> back. <laughs> Welcome back, hood rats. It's been a while. Uh, this is an episode of Scary Not Scary Late Night Edition. Late We've been night. loving these late night editions, y'all. Late night edition. This one's okay for me because it's not like scary, scary. Okay. So I'm you good. won't go home having a heart attack the whole nope. time. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we also have a listener story to talk about at the end. So Fuck. is it the one that my bestie? Yes. My baby. Yeah. Girl, all my friends are spooky. She, I saw that one. She just gave me like a dirty look. <laughs> I love her. What? I mean, why don't we save that one? For when? Next year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this one is perf for it's Halloween. Perfecto. Mm. Okay. Chef's kiss, baby. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I'm just staying here till 11 o'clock <laughs> until Nick gets off. I'm going to be just so you know. taking a nap. We need to carve pumpkins. That's what we need. Oh, we got <gasps> one pumpkin entry. We did. Yeah, already. Did. Yeah. We only got one Perf. so far. Yeah. So if y'all don't enter, this was going to be the winner. <laughs> yeah, y'all better up and get your pumpkins in. Get your pumpkins too. So I bought a pumpkin so I can carve one. When this episode comes out, it would be October 24th. So, so y'all have four days to come up with a plan <laughs> and execute. Yep. Come on. I mean, they're $5 at Target and there's like a cute little, what are those little carvey tool things? But it comes with like stencils in the back. So you have no excuse. Like there's <laughs> so, a stencil yeah. right like there the for you. pumpkin carving yeah. uh, mm-hmm. oh, package or something. Yep. Or you can like paint them or make there's buildings no out of them. rules. God mm-hmm. a professional. I'm a professional. I was a runner-up a couple years. Just kidding. <laughs> you were. <laughs> Tell me why when I worked at my previous job, I would enter the fucking pumpkin contest every year. And I would always like get second, third place. And I'm like, fuck, like, I need to get first place. And then the year, last year when I quit, that's when I got first place. Really? Did. Yes. Did they I get did. y'all pizza and stuff? Like no. they said they were? Whack ass hoes. What did y'all end up winning? We didn't get nothing. What? No, I lied. It was a ten dollar gift card to Chick Fil A. I think if I remember correctly. I mean, it's food. I mean, I'm happy at Chick Fil A all the time. Chick Fil A is a shit. Yeah, so we got like three pumpkins and we made it into a big haunted house. Uh, Oh yeah, I remember that. It was nice. It was nice. It was cool. Guys, remember we're having a contest. So submit (laughs) a contest. Your pumpkins. Pumpkins. Hey, our live was fun when we did the little trivia. Yeah. That, that was, was That was really fun. We well, we I like it that. for everyone. And we no. were doing it during a test drive. <laughs> no. And people were just logging on. All, oh, yeah, because we got some um, rude visitors. Rude. Rude visitors. It was ugly. But we won't talk about that. Um, we don't talk about that on here, okay? <laughs> yeah. You, we move forward. You can hear it on the live rewind. 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 <laughs> The live rerun. 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 What the fuck? <laughs> My head hurts now. <laughs> One more episode till Halloween. <gasps> Halloween. Halloween. We gotta this pick a good topic Halloween. for Halloween. This is Halloween. So we went. In this yep. town we call home. Yeah. Everyone hails. You got a good one? No. I don't. Oh. I, don't. I, I think I do, but we'll talk about that later. 
We'll talk about it during our team meeting. It's secret. Team meeting. Right now, it's why all about make, business. Why do I make everything into a song? Because you like to sing. And I sing like crap. <laughs> I'm all crap. <laughs> okay, so this episode, we decided to do something kind of interesting and different. Interesting. Interesting. I like this um, topic. So we decided to talk about slashers. Slashers. Since they're so popular right now, I guess. (laughs) Everybody jumped on the bandwagon and suddenly loves all of, you know, our baby daddies. Mm -hmm. Well, mine mine and Gatos. Yeah, not mine. (laughs) Although I do like Texas Chainsaw. Ashley likes Ashley likes the true life criminals. I do. Yes. <laughs> you admitted that I think like the second episode mm-hmm. or third episode. We're like, it's girl, so what's wrong with you? But well, <laughs> I like Freddie with his I skin think, burning I up. I think Tim should find that clip from that episode where he said, and Do, do you ever look at like, you know, serial killers and you're like, oh, you're hot? <laughs> you said something like that, right? And me and Goddard are like, No. no? <laughs> hey, everyone. Tim here. Is that what really happened? I was really curious. What really was said during that episode? Let's find out. So you don't have like a weird like crush on someone? Not for creepy people. Well, maybe like, okay, maybe like serial killers. Because when I see some serial killer, like, you know, his, like ones in history, I'm like, oh, they could be kind of cute. Like, I could see that. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Raw, I mean, not the same thing. <laughs> Psycho. Totally. <laughs> You're real psycho, not us. <laughs> so we're okay. gonna be talking about our favorite slashers, give you a little bit of backstory, um, and basically like what talk about them like they're real life people. Yeah. Why not? Why, Why not? not? We're gonna do like criminal mind shit. We're gonna yeah. what is it? Bust a nut. <laughs> I do oh listen that sometimes watching Criminal Minds. Oh my god. <laughs> yep, late true. night edition. <laughs> late Whenever night it's late edition. night, we don't get scared to get dirty. We're basically mm. profiling slashers. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> She's Ish. like, you think he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Both of mine are daddy. So. One of them, mine is Chiquito Daddy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look at her face. He's Chiquito Daddy. He's Chiquito. Okay, so I am starting this party off, and I'm going to be talking about our favorite slasher of all time, and his name is Michael Myers. No. Wrong one. (laughs) Wrong one. Wrong one. I hate you. <laughs> He's later, okay? Oh my God. Wrong one. My bad. Guys, can you tell Ashley doesn't watch any scary movie? I don't. I don't. Hey, no. But I'm not. That was good. Yes. It was good. It sounded really good. It sounded really good. You uh, tell midway. She was like, "Wait, that's wrong I was like, one. "Oh wait, wrong one. Hold on." That was, girl. That was good. Oh, my oh, bad. My you're the you're the best great. sound effects person. <laughs> she went. <ever. laughs> she did the. <laughs> oh, oh. 
boobs. I can't get your face. Like, the way you looked at me, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, you tried not to make eye contact with me after you did it. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> can you not? My bad. My bad. Uh, oh, I get th- I get them confused sometimes. <laughs> That's fine. You're fine. You're good. Hey, I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. Can you do the sound effects to this one, though? <laughs> no. Oh, oh my God. I, uh, I really thought you were going to sing the theme song. I was like, <laughs> and then what came out of your mouth, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Honey. Oh, no. A for effort. Wait, is effort smaller than A? Oh my god. We're done. We're done here. That's it. That's our show. We're going to let you go. Oh my god. We can't spoke right. We don't do math. Oh, we can't. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're an A for effort. That's uh, right. No, it's not. It's E for effort. Right? <laughs> I don't know. It's not. Wait, no. It's A for it's, I think it is A for, A for effort. effort. Is it? I, I think can't. it is. How do you spell effort? <laughs> you can't even tell me how to spell it. It an F. E. <laughs> e. F. Hurt. <laughs> Y'all, I can't. We're gonna have to start this from the beginning. <laughs> oh my god. Let me drink my water. Hold on. It is E for effort. Oh. Hmm? What? Effort. E F F O R T. But I thought the saying is like a. a for effort. Like, oh, you get an A, like an A, yeah. like gold star for trying. I no? guess. I never, I never paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> My mic moved. Anyways. Uh, anyways, guys. Uh, yeah. I tried to hit you in the mouth? Yes. <laughs> Girl, that's not the first time. <laughs> no. Something's in the mouth. <laughs> no. <sighs> okay, back to Michael. Just a little backstory. Uh, the original Halloween movie was released in 1978 and was written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill and directed by Carpenter. The film inspired was inspired by Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho and Bob Clark's Black Christmas, in case y'all didn't know. I thought it was interesting. No? Yeah, sure. Tough crowd, tough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> womp womp. So Michael Audrey Myers was born on October 19th, 1957. He had an older sister named Judith and a younger sister. The family resigned in a two-story house at 45 Lampkin Lane in the suburb town of Handenfield, Illinois. On October on October 31st, 1963, a 6-year-old Michael dressed as a clown for Halloween. (gasps) Chung chung clownish he dressed as a clown for halloween and watched his sister and her boyfriend kiss before going upstairs to you know get it on do the deed (laughs) (laughs) since we're doing uh, sound effects homemade (laughs) 
so basically what Michael did is he took a knife out of the kitchen drawer and waited for Judith's boyfriend to leave. Michael then snuck up the stairs and reportedly stabbed his sister to death. After watching her die, he left the house only to be discovered by his parents who had just returned home. And if you haven't seen the movie, Michael is completely drenched in her blood. And they're like, oh, my God, what happened? They run upstairs and the sister's dead. Police come and you see the sirens and poor little Michael is standing there super confused, doesn't understand why, what just happened in his little clown costume because he didn't know what he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> poor baby. <laughs> I'm not empathizing with him. <laughs> I'm fucked up, guys. I love Michael. Okay. Michael was sent to Smith's Grove Warren County Sanatorium for his crime, where he would remain until his 21st birthday until he could be trialed as an adult. At Smith's Grove, Michael re- received psychiatric treatment from Dr. Sam Loomis. Upon spending time with the boy, Loomis concluded that it was a hopeless case that Michael Myers had no humanity left. He pleaded his case that Mike that Myers uh, to be moved to a secure facility. But did they listen? No. no. So... Everybody refused to move Michael into a secured facility. And basically what happened in 1965, um, Michael's parents were killed in a car accident and his little sister was adopted by the Strode family who renamed her, can you all guess, Lori. So his, his parents actually, and I didn't, I don't remember if they talked about this in the movie, probably in Rob Zombie's remake. But no, Rob Zombie's remake was like almost completely rewritten. So the Strodes, so his parents actually brought Lori to visit Michael at the um, facility at one point, apparently. Really? Um, When she was a little girl. Was it his parents? No, the Strodes, uh, so the adopted family... (gasps) took Lori to visit Michael at the facility when she was a little girl. What? Yeah. At least that's what it says. I don't here. think that was in the movie. That they, wasn't they did movie. say, yeah, it says here at one point, I guess, like somewhere in like the backstory, like they did. And that's how he remembered her. Mm, that makes so much sense. And that's sense. why when he got out, he was like so focused on like looking for his sister. So, mm. of course, he ends up going home on he escapes uh, on October 30th, 1978, the 21-year-old uh, Michael Myers destroyed his room at Smith's Grove and carved the word sister on his door before breaking out. He also released other patients from their rooms. At the same time, Dr. Loomis and Nurse Marion Chambers were arriving at the facility to transfer Myers t- to his court hearing. Noticing the patients were coming out, out of outside of the hospital, Loomis got out of the car to investigate as Michael attacked Um Marion and sped away in their station wagon and long behold that's when Michael goes back home and the Halloween slash begins dun 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 so what's pretty interesting is that a lot of people now thinks of Michael as like an immortal he's not an immortal he's just a very strong human to kill 
Like yeah. a lot of people think like like he's paranormally like advanced yeah. or like he's supposed to like like I saw I heard this one theory that they said that he like sold his soul to the devil and like that's why like it's so hard to kill him. No, it's not that he's immortal. It's not like anything paranormal going on. He's just a psychopath that is strong, heavy built, and is hard to kill. Well, damn, damn. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. What else is he gonna do in there? really mm-hmm. work like, out work out and that's it true no shit like this i mean it's just crazy and like just like all the timelines and the different ways that they made the movies it's mm-hmm. just crazy so um in other media um what i did find about the michael myers movies is that um it was actually inspired by a real life serial killer um so so John Carpenter did say that they uh, went to go visit a facility and it was of a boy. And um, this boy um, was said to have been a serial killer, not a serial killer, but he was a psychopath. And he said that the boy's eye, the boy had like pale face and his eyes were really big. Um, it, it, he said like when he stared into the little boy's eyes, it was almost like the devil was staring back at him. And so Michael Myers' face was inspired by that little boy. Oh my gosh. Pale like no eyes, like black holes, like like Dang. some would say the devil would have black holes. So he was like, his look was inspired by, by that. the little boy. Oh, wow. It's crazy, right? <clears throat> That's so weird. Yeah, so he said, the blank, pale, emotionless face, blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I tried to reach him for eight years and in another seven years he came and locked up. But I realized what was behind Simple evil, and that's also a quote from the movie. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My gosh. I thought it was interesting. So, if you don't know the list of the Mike of the Halloween movies in order, I can go over the list in order for you real quick. So it's Halloween, Halloween two, Halloween three, the season of the witch. Which, fun fact, Michael Myers doesn't really come out in Halloween three. It's more about his niece that he has a connection with. Mm-hmm. And then it is Halloween, The Return of Michael Myers, Halloween 5, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, Damn. Halloween H2O, <laughs> Halloween Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Then it was uh, the remake by Rob Zombie, Halloween, that came out in 2007. Then Halloween 2, that was also um, by Rob Zombie, uh, that came out in 2009. And then the most recent ones that they made which is Halloween that came out in 2018, Halloween Kills that actually just released this month. I saw that. And then Halloween Ends comes out in 2022 next year. Ayy. Yay. Which I, like, That's before... A lot of Halloween. That is a lot of Halloween. Halloween Town High? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween yeah. Michael Spawn. Halloween... No, I'm just kidding. They're going to just keep it going. Yeah. By the time I'm old and be back in my day. <laughs> so I unfortunately haven't seen the newest Halloween and I'm very sad about it. And I'm actually off the week coming up and I told him I wanted to go see it. And he was like, okay, yeah, we can go see it. But he kind of gave me that look like, oh shit. And I was like, what? And he was all, 
I never seen any of the Halloween movies. <gasps> I was like, oh, why did I marry you? <laughs> okay, I mean, at least I've seen some. <laughs> he's I never mean, I've seen, seen some. any of them. And he said, he was like, I've seen like maybe clips of the Halloween movies, like when they were on TV, or, like when you would watch them. He was like, but I've never sat down and like watched all of the movies. So I was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. I remember like, when Halloween would come out, like they will, they do all the reruns, like on AMC mm-hmm. and Sci-Fi. Like I would just sit there and watch them along with Friday the Thirteenth. Even during Halloween, they play all of them yeah. every year. So speaking of Friday the Thirteenth, my next slasher that I'm profiling is none other than Jason Voorhees. Voorhees. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> now I got it. Good job. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. That was really good, though. Yeah, no, yeah. I've been she practicing. She was so proud of herself. <laughs> and fun fact, that's why I named my baby boy Jason. Jason. I wanted to name him Jason Michael, but Tim said no. That was Aww. I was doing too much. So I think it sounds Jason good. Michael. I wanted Jason Michael Charles, but he told me no because he has an uncle named no cousin named Michael, mm. and so he was like, "I like Clark for Superman." And I was like, "Jason Clark, okay, I can do that." <laughs> that's doable. So, sounds good. That's doable. <laughs> okay, so Jason. Uh, so the original film to create it to cash in on success of Halloween 1978 was written by Victor Miller and was produced and directed by Sean S. Cunningham. The films gave gross over $468 million at the box office worldwide. Damn. And another fun fact, Friday the 13th was inspired by Halloween. Really? Michael Myers. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. So, Michael Myers was like the kickoff for like all the slashers coming. Damn. Yeah. So, uh, Jason was born in a small town of Crystal Lake on June 13, 1946 to Elias Voorhees and Pamela Voorhees. Though his age is often disputed, the actress that played his mother in the movie created her own backstory for the character and put Jason's birthday in 1944. Jason was afflicted with severe facial deformities. Um, He had like an abnormally large head. He had mental disabilities. So Jason's mom basically like raised him on her own. She kept him isolated from the community, not letting him attend school or educating him on anything like any of the outskirts area of Crystal Lake. So basically like all he knew was home and like Crystal Lake and that's it. So due to his mental deficiencies, his education was quite limited. Uh, He learned never to question his mother. He obeyed all of his mother's orders, grasping the concept that his life was going to be difficult, if not impossible, without her guidance. His extreme obedience for his mother would manifest itself in a strange way after puberty, as Mm. we all know. (laughs) After she died, Jason could not imagine... Jason could imagine her talking to him from beyond the grave. So... Basically, what happened to Jason is in 1957, his mother was hired by Mr. and Mrs. Christie as a cook for their summer camp. Having no living relatives to board Jason 
or to even have any money to afford a nanny, she went ahead and took Jason with her to the camp. Jason had actually been with his mom most of the time instead of the other kids, leading to them thinking that he wasn't very smart. So basically that turned into the kids at the camp bullying Michael. I mean, bullying Jason. I keep thinking about Michael Myers. (laughs) Bullying Jason. And what this turned into was them being cruel. Um, They actually got Jason um, by the dock and pushed him into into the lake and where he pres- that's also told where he like presumably drowned mm-hmm. so his last words were him calling his mother and the counselors were supposed that were supposed to be watching out for this kind of behavior were too busy in the uh room having casual sex uh, how fun they're too busy getting it on to even realize that poor jason was drowning so um The mother ordered the camp to be closed, and so the Christies went ahead and closed the camp. The police um, went, the police were supposed to go into the lake and look for Jason's body, um, but they did like a half-assed job of it and said they couldn't find the body. Really? Supposedly. Or allegedly. allegedly. Yes. Mm -hmm. So in 1958, um, it was again open on schedule. Pamela, which is Jason's mom, was mad with grief, murdered Everybody that was at the camp. Oh, shit. Everybody. So, hence, that's Friday the 13th movie. So, Jason doesn't come out in the first movie. It's about his backstory and his mother. So, you just see, like, the camp reopening. Everybody's saying that, like, the lake's cursed. Everybody needs to get out of the lake because the Christie's, the original owners, died there. And nobody knows who killed them. It was his um. mom. So she was like at rage because she was like, they killed my they killed my son. Nobody cared. So she was just pissed off. So when they went to go reopen the camp, they actually had some teenagers to go over there to clean it up and reopen it. And I don't know if you know, Kevin Bacon was actually in the movie, but he wasn't a big actor and he wasn't a main character. Mm. Yeah. So people didn't really know like Kevin Bacon back then. Yeah. It was one of his first movies. But anyways, um, So a lot of people said that the property was cursed and um, his mom went on a rampage, killed everybody. So at the end of the movie, his mom ends up getting murdered and um, ends up getting her head chopped off by one of the characters and dies. (laughs) So Friday the 13th part two, we come to realize that Michael, I mean, Michael, damn it. (laughs) Jason, Michael's on my mind. Jason didn't drown. Jason actually was able to swim away from the lake and he was lost in the woods and he waited in the woods hoping that his mother would find him. So he ended up building his own house, sitting there waiting to see if his mother would come for him. She never did. So he assumed, oh, my mom died. Uh, But she really did die in real life, but he didn't know that. He didn't know she was still alive. She never knew he was still alive either. She spent this oh whole time God. thinking that her baby died. So it's kind of like fucked up in a way, but it's sad. Yeah. It's kind of sad. That is sad. Poor baby. That is mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. So that is Jason Voorhees. There are a lot of Friday the 13th movies. There's remakes. He had a comic book. We were just talking about this earlier. Freddy versus Jason. And then somebody oh, yeah. made a comic book two or three comic books for after Freddy versus Jason. Um, And then also all of his movies. There's a lot of them. Y'all ready? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bring it on. 
that's Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th part two, Friday the 13th part three, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. <laughs> Friday the 13th part five, Friday the 13th part six, Friday the 13th part seven, Friday the 13th part eight. Jason goes to hell. Then it's Jason X that was remade in 2001. Then it was Freddy versus Jason in 2003. And then Friday the 13th that was rewritten in 2009. Damn. God damn. And that He's was got all seven before. parts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Land before time over there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Dang. So there's a lot of Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. There are. Um, on one that, like the newer one that came out, I believe it was Friday the 13th that came out in like 2009. They said that he was supposed to be like a um, mock slasher. Like it was somebody who is inspired by the Jason killings, who got like a hockey mask and decided to kill everybody like Jason. Like he was inspired by... Mm, Okay. Like a copycat, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's pretty cool. But those are my slashers, and I can probably go on and on, but I needed to cut it short for the episode. (laughs) And yeah, it's pretty interesting. I love Michael, and I love Jason, and I'm still going to call Jason, Jason Michael. (laughs) The end. It's funny the that end. we pick like our favorite. Slash. I was I, like, y'all better not do my favorite because they're mine. They're my baby. <laughs> it's so funny because like I remember growing up watching Halloween, Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. uh, Child's Play. Like those are all like the main movies I remember. Yeah. Yep. My like brother, that was every single time Aaron, I think of my Halloween. My brother influenced me because mm-hmm. my mom's Mexican. She don't know better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did forget to mention I did forgot. I did forget what? to mention something about the. Ch- ch- what? Say it. Do it again. Ch- 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 k- k- so, that was actually <laughs> taken from a line, two syllables, kill her or three syllables, kill her mommy from the film, and Harry uh, Manifredini put it through like some seventies echo thing. They echo like machine he had which came out as a that's what it was supposed to sound like (gasps) that's so cool so uh, Miss Voorhees in Friday the 13th mimics like Jason's voice and she's all kill her mommy or something like that right and so he pulled that and it's supposed to be (gasps) whoa that, it's pretty cool, right? That is cool. crazy. So fun facts. Fun, fun facts. facts. I like fun facts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I also have two that I'm talking about. And the first one I'm gonna talk about is Ghostface. Ooh. Scream. Y'all should all know Scream. He's sexy. Like. So Ghostface, um, or if you guys know him, he's from the movie Scream, is a fictional identity adopted by several characters in the Screams series. Um, So basically, he is um, a serial killer who doesn't talk, but apparently he's mute in person, but over the phone, um, he does talk by using like a little, you know, like voice Mm -hmm. box or thing to change his voice um but when you meet him in person he doesn't say anything at all like to you um so he first appeared in 1996 um in the scream the first scream movie 
um, and is basically disguised by teenagers Billy Loomis and Stu Matcher, which is played by Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard. And he basically goes on a killing spree in the fictional town of Woodsboro. Um, but really cool fun fact that I found was that the mask was actually created by a costume company um, called Fun World Costume mm-hmm. uh, by the employee Bridget. I'm going to say this so, so wrong. Slur- Slurritin. Bridget Slurritin, I think. Um, so she actually designed the costume to be a Halloween costume. And then when they were thinking about making the screen movie, Wes Craven sent his um, costume like person out like into different stores to try and see what they could find. Um, and Maureen Maldalena was the one who actually found the Scream costume, brought it back to Wes Craven. And he was like, I want to use it like that's that's the mask. It was just the mask like it wasn't the whole get up. So it was just the mask. And he was like, we need to use it. So they went to the fun uh, fun world company and asked to like buy the rights to it. And at first they didn't want to like give it to him. But they eventually like, you know, they had meetings and like all that kind of stuff. And then finally they decided negotiated money. Yeah, negotiated money and all of that. Um, so then they eventually won the rights to the mask, um, but it was just the mask, no no costume, no nothing. So that was the second part was trying to find out what to dress this person in. Right. So then um, they went out and they were they did have one costume at first, but Wes Craven said that he didn't feel it was right for the character. So then that's when they came up with the black robes for the entire thing they were like well it would be more menacing because in the night like all you're gonna see is like a white face. you know face in there so then that's when they went ahead and did that so um the actual scream uh or ghost face costume so in the movies um it's not supposed to be one specific person that is the that is like the main killer so it's actually like used by a bunch of different like killers throughout the series and that's how Wes Craven said he wanted it to be like he wanted it to be like a popular costume that anybody could wear so anybody can like be Be the killer yeah yeah and that's like in the movie that's the thing that they say like oh anybody you know can be the killer and that's exactly what he wanted to do so that's why it's kind of like very like basic and very like you can get it simple Mm -hmm. that way it's like he was saying that it gave him a more like eerie like feeling because you never know like who could be under like the mask and that's what he was um going for so in the entire scream series there is about um one two three four five six seven eight nine people who play the actual scream people um so skeet ulrich and matthew Lillard, of course in the very original one um in the second screen movie it was timothy oliphant who played him laurie metcalf scott foley emma roberts actually played scream in 2011 which i i didn't know that i thought that was cool that is cool yeah um rory culkin and then most um which i don't know if it actually is or not but i think it is in the most recent one in 2019 taiga actually played scream Nuh-uh. yes that's cool yeah. i love taiga he did Sometimes. which was kind of cool <laughs> <Sometimes>. uh, <laughs> and then um the voice of scream so like um none of the actors actually voiced them like when like on the voice box or like on the phone when you would see them that was actually always voiced by mr roger l jackson so he is the actual voice of the scream character um so other which i didn't know this but other um uh names that apparently ghostface goes by is um father death 
Um, and the icon of Halloween. That's another alias. No, no. apparently. Icon. I wouldn't say yeah, icon. I wouldn't say icon. I wouldn't say icon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I object. <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> get out of my house. No, just kidding. Right. Get out. Get out. I don't I don't know. I I didn't know like he was called anything else besides mm-hmm. ghost, ghost face or scream. Yeah. It was weird. Okay. Um, so in 2015 to 2016, there was actually a television series called Scream, um, which saw two different characters that were similar to Ghostface who appeared in the first two seasons. Um, and they also appeared in a Halloween special episode of the exact same season. That one was actually again voiced by Roger L. Jackson. Um, and then apparently there was one that was called um, Scream the Resurrection. And then he also returned in that movie again. Um, so the original mask was actually, um, I don't know if you guys can see the mold there. Ew. Yeah, that's what it it's looked like, like when they were like creating it. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, it looks really, really crazy. Um, so basically, the the person who created it wanted it to look like um, kind of like how yours was like soulless and like, you know, the eyes they call them. Um, they called it the <laughs> I don't know why, but they call it the peanut eyed ghost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like when they were first making like, him. Yeah. It was yeah. like peanut shaped. Penis shaped. Yeah. The penis. <laughs> peanut. Sorry. <laughs> no, you meant to say penis. Um, <laughs> shit. So, uh, yeah. So it was called the peanut eyed ghost uh, ghost mask when they were first designing it. And then the actual designer said that she used, um, what is that? That it's a very famous painting. It's literally called like Scream. The Picasso or, one, right? Yeah. Where he's like in the dock or something. Yes. Like screaming with his hands. I exactly. That's my favorite painting. Yeah, I'm that not one. really artsy fartsy, but I like that painting. <laughs> so um, he the, that the creator of the mask actually based it off of that painting. Ooh. Um, but he wanted it to look more like for Halloween, so mm-hmm. he tried to make it a little bit more like sinister. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so the actually, it the final design was approved by the vice president Alan Geller, and it actually took them a while to approve it because they didn't know if they actually wanted to use it as a Halloween mask. Um, they were kind of like saying that, mm, I like, I don't think people are really going to buy this. Like, it's not really going to sell. But then finally the vice president was like, okay, fine. Let's like take, take a shot at it and let's see like what happens. And then bam, he doesn't know like what happened, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so when, after they bought all the rights and everything, Wes Craven to the, to the mask, it actually wasn't called, he wasn't called Ghostface at first. They were actually just going to call him the masked killer. So they they were looking at it and they were like, no, like we need to do like something else. So they actually shot a few of the scenes and a few of the characters like calling him the mass killer instead mm-hmm. of Ghostface. And then they didn't like the way that it sounded. And so they had to come up with something different. Um, and I think it was actually Greg, Greg Nic- Nicotero and Howard Berger of the design company um, that actually came up with the name Ghostface for I love the mask. Greg Nicotero. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know who he is. He's the um, he's like a really good um, Hollywood makeup artist. Oh, really? He does. He's really right now. He's really big on like The Walking Dead. 
Oh. That's how everybody like knows him now. I didn't know that. But he does a lot of horror films. Oh. Well, shout out to him. There you go. <laughs> she said, shout out. Shout in case out. you're listening. Just in case, you know, just saying. Okay. The Scream actually makes appearance makes his appearance in um Scream, Scream 2, Scream 3, Scream 4, um, season three of the Scream series. And then actually in 2022, they are coming out with the new Scream movie that actually does have um Neve Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette, the the three original are coming back. Yes. To the movie. Out next year. Next year. Donna? I actually saw the trailer of it just the other day. And when you looks, were researching? Yeah. Oh, when I was yeah, researching, yeah. and it looks actually pretty cool. I'm a, I we should go it. scary, not scary date. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is um, Ghostface. Right I there. love Ghostface. What I thought was like um was cool was how they like like Wes Craven. I love Wes Craven. Like mm-hmm. I think he does like some really good like yes, whenever does. I see a yes, scary movie does. and it says like by Wes Craven or produced by Wes anything by Wes Craven I'm like damn it's going to be scary it's going to be good I like love I know like you just know it's going to be great. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um if no if you guys have not seen the scream movies at all, which I don't know how you couldn't, but if you didn't, so just in case um this is how Ghostface gets his killers, okay? So he calls them over the phone, um, taunts them or threatens them uh, before stabbing them to death. And he uses, every single time, he always uses an eight-inch hunting knife. Um, he occasionally asks, <laughs> asks his victims um, horror movie trivia, um, stalks them in a manner uh, that reminiscent of said films. So if you haven't seen the very, 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 very first Scream in the very, very, very opening scene with Drew Barrymore, he calls her and is like, "What's your favorite scary movie?" Oh, yeah, yeah. And then like <laughs> she thinks it's like a like a friend or whatever is like, "Oh, okay." She's going along with it, but then he like starts like saying like real stuff where she's like, "What the hell?" Like, "Oh my god!" And then uh, kills her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the screams, go see them because they're actually really, really good. I actually like those. Not gonna good. lie. Good. Yeah, those are actually I really do like you the scream have a movies. Favorite slasher? I like the scream movies. I really wow. do. I'm proud of you. They're really, really cool. I love them. Okay, um, my next one is going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it's history, and I like history. Let's yeah, you do. Get it. I do. Okay, <laughs> we don't call you the History Channel for nothing. <laughs> Fun fact: History Channel. History <laughs> yeah. Channel. Okay, so if you guys didn't know, um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was actually not based on a true story. A lot of people and like even the movies themselves and the the directors and producers said that it was based on an actual true story. It is, but it isn't. Um, it's actually based on the real life killer Ed Gein. Gein or Gein? Gein. Is Gein? it a Gein? I think it's Gein, Ed Gein. right? Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. So basically, um, it's based on the real life murderer. So it's not like this actually, like the story actually like completely happened. It's more based of like all like the killings that he did and how he did them. And like there actually is like um, a town, like there was the actual town where um, uh like where it came from, but it was more so of like what he like what he did and some of the people in his life, the Ed Gein's life that um, that it was based on. So a lot of people think it's the actual true story, but it's really eh, it's a grayish area. Like yes and no at the same time. 
Okay. Um, so what I found was, to- is it Tobe or Tob? T-O-B-E. Tobe? Tobe. Tobe Hopper's original 1974 film and the 2003 Marcus Nispel remake were only lightly based on the real-life murderer Ed Gein, who um, is suspected to have taken several victims between 1954 and 1957. Um, perhaps the most recognizable um, is the the film's house. So Ed Gein kind of had like um, his house kind of sort of looks like the the actual house that was in the movie. I don't know if you guys can see it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's basically all just lightly based on it. So it's not an actual like true, true story. Um, okay. So one of the biggest questions was, did the Ed Gein guy wear a human face just like Leatherface did in the film? Um, he actually did wear a human scalp and face. So the real Ed Gein... Uh, actually wanted to be a woman not because um not because of like he had a fetish or like was like what's the other one like if he was born in the wrong body or something mm-hmm. like transgendered not, yes thank you not that one um but because um this is really weird so he just really liked the way women's skin felt and their the colors of their that it would be like on their breasts so he just liked wearing women's skin it was mostly women's skin that he would wear like oh. it reminds me of um silence of the lambs yeah w- yes which Definitely. actually like silence of the lambs um texas chainsaw and one other one is actually kind of like loosely based on this one yeah so yeah so he would actually like in the silence of the lamb movie wear um the genitalia strapped above his own so he would wear women's genitalia above his own genitalia he would wear that their breasts and like their scalp and face so that's where silence of the lambs comes Hmm. in for that one (laughs) yeah um so he didn't use a chainsaw to kill his victims like in the texas chainsaw movies um, he actually, um, he would actually hang them. So he would hang them from the rafters in a shed that was in his house. Um, and actually they would be gutted like, like if he would gut like a deer. So he used like a, you know, like one of those hunting knives, mm-hmm. kind of like scream, like he used like the hunting knives, um, to kill them. Um, so there was no actual chainsaws at all whatsoever. Um, so apparently, a little bit of backstory on the Ed Gein guy. Um, he worshipped worshipped his mother, and he grew upset when his brother Henry would criticize her. So his brother Henry was more of like you know like the the bad child, I guess, and he was more of like the mama's boy kind of kind of thing. And um, in May 1994, while fighting a brush fire near the farm. Um, Eddie and Henry split up and went in different directions. And after the fire had been extinguished, Eddie grew concerned because his brother did not return. So his brother mysteriously went missing during a fire in their house. They don't know if it was Eddie or not, um, but they dismissed him completely because they were like, oh, no, he's too shy and he's too much like of a good little boy, you know, to do anything. So they just like, no, it wasn't him. But his brother was like, missing pretty much yeah um okay so 
Oh, here it is. Right here. I found it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you I sound like it. a psycho. Yeah, <laughs> well, because I was gonna say the other movie, Psycho, is the one that it's that he's also based off. Oh, of. okay. Yeah, I just found it right now. So, Psycho, Silence of the Lambs, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre are all based off of this Ed Gein guy. Wow, to have three movies—that's crazy. Okay, so um, there are many films that have um, and and spinoffs that have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, the first four are, of course, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, and then the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Um, The Next Generation one that was in 1994 actually had uh, Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger in it. Daddy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. And of course, there um, was a spinoff. In 1988, that was called Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. <laughs> well, hello. Yeah. So basically in this one, there's a private eye named Jack Chandler who stumbles upon a cult of chainsaw-wielding prostitutes in his search for a woman named Samantha. So it's totally different from the Texas Chainsaw. Completely different. Um, okay, so... The director of the Texas Chainsaw um, actually got the idea to use chainsaws while he was Christmas shopping at the mall. So he was um, he was in a big old crowd and he was standing around and he basically said like, oh, like I wish I could get all these people like to move. And he was looking at a hardware store and he saw these chainsaws like, you know, for sale in the window. And he was like, oh, chainsaws would get these people like you know, if I just got one and like started waving it around, people would go like um, scatter. I would. <laughs> So basically, love it. yeah, so basically he went home after that and he had like the bright idea like, oh, I could probably like use chainsaws. So he went home, sat down, and that's when everything he said just started like pouring out of him. And that's when the whole entire story um, came out and just like he said, maybe 30 minutes is when he started writing the entire Texas Chainsaw script for the movie after seeing chainsaws. So if he wouldn't have Dang. gone Christmas shopping. Who knows that's if so he wouldn't crazy. even have that. Yeah. Okay, and then so allegedly Leatherface, the actual Leatherface, not um, the one based off of, um, oh, no, 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 it actually is, uh, Hopper actually knew the Ed Gein guy, not actually did know him, but he lived in the same time, kind of, so he knew pretty much um, a lot about Ed Gein, so that's what basically influenced a lot of the stuff in Texas Chainsaw. So he knew that the Ed Gein guy liked to wear, like, skin so that's where he got the leather face human skin from. Um, he also got the idea uh, that the mask uh, be made of actual human skin. So a lot of the a lot of the props in Texas Chainsaw were real. So a lot of the bones and um, like dead like the limbs and stuff were actually real bones, real like dead limbs. And the chainsaw itself that he used in the original movie was actually real but they took the teeth off um for Mm -hmm. certain scenes um but a lot of the cast members say that they just couldn't get like the smell of like because they use actual like decaying dead like bones in there and so they would say that they could just remember like the smell like of how like and especially being like in texas the The heat heat. and everything it made it even worse it probably sounded like brisket (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like rotten, rotten brisket. brisket. Yeah, it was it was crazy. And so for the actual mask that they used, he said Hopper said that um, he talked to this pre pre med student, um, and he was actually in a class that they were studying studying cadavers, and he went to the morgue and actually. Um, the pre-med student. He didn't have a Halloween costume to use, so he went to the morgue and actually skinned off a no. f- yes. Yeah. He went <laughs> what he went fuck? in there, cut the skin off of a cadaver and made a mask for Halloween. So when the pre-med student told Hopper of this story, that's where he got the idea to use like skin for leather face. This psycho ass yes. dude. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Yep. I hope that person was getting cremated because you can't sew a face back on, right? Mm-hmm. But that's where he got the idea to use like the different, you know how Leatherface yeah. uses different human skins? That's where they got the idea because the, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, so actually, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was not the original title. Hopper and co-writer Kim Henkel hammered out the uh, title several weeks before the movie actually came out. Um, and they actually they actually gave it, which I don't know if this is true or not, but I don't know, they said it was. Um, they gave it the eerie title Head Cheese, named for the scene in which the hitchhiker details the process of how to particularly pork product is made. So that's why they call it called it head cheese was because of how he described how to process pork. But they decided that was not a good idea because they decided that Leatherface um, was actually a more menacing title. So they used it as a working title until a week before shooting. Um, that's when they eventually arrived to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So they were going to call it head cheese, just so you all know. Head cheese. That's so weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so in the original film, uh, Leatherface is played by Gunnar Hansen. He was actually not the original Leatherface. Um, the, orig- the original guy, I, they didn't say his name because, you know, he's obviously not important because he's not Leatherface. But the first person they cast in the role um, actually quit, I think, a week into shooting because he couldn't handle the smell, the long hours, the Texas heat and anything like that. So he was just like, I quit. I'm done. Like not going to happen. Um, but Hansen had heard about the film and the um, casting and he wanted to go and they did say, oh, you would make a good like Leatherface, but we already cast like this person. So they like they just brushed him off. But then when the other guy quit, they were like, hey, that dude that wanted to be Leatherface, you know, let's call him in. So they did. They called him in. And um, the producers, like one of the producers just took one look at him and said, like, that's it. Like, you're going to be you're going to be him because he stood over six foot four, six foot four. And he weighed 300 pounds at the time. Damn, I'm a big boy. Yeah. So like the producer was like, saw him and was like, nope, you're going to be Leatherface. That's it. Like you're cast. Can you imagine? Just like looking up. <laughs> Hi, daddy. What? Hired. <laughs> Let me climb that tree. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> Ew, no. Oh, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so besides the actual story um, and killings being based on Ed Gein, Leatherface was actually inspired by real mental patients. 
So Hopper, uh, to drive the character of Leatherface, um, basically wanted um, Hanson to base him off of like actual mental patients. So what he did was he would go and study um, mental patients, pretty much. Yeah. So like the character he wanted, he wanted him to like, what is it like when he squeals, does that squeal noise, like where he squeals like a pig or something. Mm -hmm. So he basically made Hanson go and study pigs for like a few days to like see how like how they squealed like so that he could do that. So he wanted him to like capture the mental instability like of Leatherface. So he made him go and study mental patients. And so he what he brought back with him was like their movements, um, you know, the patients and like how they how they interacted with each other and like with other people. Mm-hmm. And so he brought that back to the movie. So he made to go study pigs and to study mental patients in order to get the characteristics of leather. The right characteristics. Damn. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So yeah, that is pretty much the leather face, you guys. Wow. Yeah. What I thought was really sad too was that um because he was so like tall and so heavy when they would like do scenes and stuff, you know, obviously they're getting like, you know, sweaty and gross and like all that kind of stuff. Well, they use like actual, you know, like body parts and bones and they sometimes use like real blood like from animals and stuff. Um so everyone on there said that they, you know, everyone smelled and like it was just so gross. But him in particular, because he was the one that was doing like the actual killings and stuff. He was the most covered and like all the gross stuff. So no one like during like lunch breaks would want to eat with him because he smelled oh, so bad. Poor guy. So he was like always like an outcast like during filming. And Honey. so I, like, he said that that actually like he felt like sad because no one wanted to like be with him. I would go eat but, with him. I would go sit on his lap. <laughs> but um, let me feed you that sandwich. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but he said that it kind of helped like his character because like you know he wasn't supposed to have like connections with all the other characters in that the movie. That makes me so. sad now. Like I'm sad. Yeah. I want to cry. Yeah. But he said it helped his character. Do you really want to cry? Oh, oh. My <laughs> I have my hormones are crazy. Oh. My bad. I'm but psycho. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty I love sad. It. I love you both, <sighs> psychos. Psychopath. <laughs> well, fun fact: you, if you ever want to eat lunch at um, Leatherface's house, you can totally do that. Can we go? I've heard about that. It's like a barbecue place. Yeah, let's it's called go. The Grand down. Central Cafe. Let's go for our birthday. But it says, don't worry, you will not find any human bones as part of the decor or the food. Uh, (laughs) Damn. So today I am going to be talking about two of my favorite slashers. We all picked our favorite. I don't even know why I started with that, but whatever. Um, So first slasher, I'm going to talk about Freddy. Freddy Krueger. Freddy. My baby. Anyway, so starting it off, uh, let's start off with his backstory, obviously. So he had a mom. His mom was named Amanda, Amanda Kruger. Um, Amanda was a nun that worked at this kind of like mental hospital. Um, Anyway, one night the guards kind of forgot about her and left her accidentally locked in the mental hospital uh, without supervision. And by the time they got back, she 
had uh, been raped by a hundred inmates mm-hmm. or a hundred. Oh I don't know if I should say inmates or patients, but because it, it was a mental hospital. So they like abuse her in, in a lot of ways. She ends up pregnant with Freddie. And obviously she doesn't want to keep the baby. She kept calling him a bastard. She's like a bastard kid. Um, he ends up getting adopted, but the adopted family, the dad was a drunk um, and he used to beat him all the time and he would get drunk and like beat his ass and verbally abuse him and stuff. And at school, too, um, I mean, he wasn't being abused at school, but the kids would make fun of him and they started like chanting. So they would chant son of a hundred maniacs like <gasps> to him. Oh my God. And this made him like just like a very sad kid um he and he also started developing um serial killer tendencies and he even killed one of i mean the hamster that was in his school class so like he started developing serial killer tendencies like i said um so time goes by he starts kind of like growing up or whatever he ends up getting married but he still had that urge to like kill and so he started murdering children and he was known as the springwood slasher um he had a basement in his home he kept souvenirs like he kept the newspaper clippings and stuff like that um because he liked all that stuff so his wife ended up finding that basement with all the stuff um, then he got mad and just killed her in front of his daughter. He killed his wife. Um, the daughter was taken into foster care and um, he was caught by police and charged for murder of his wife, but also for the murder of all the kids since they found all the evidence or whatever. Um, but he actually got let go because I think the judge was like drunk or something and he signed on the wrong side of the paper. So that mistake made him go free. Oh my God. Yeah. So he just was running around. Anyway, he was a free man, but the people of the town like weren't going to forget all the murders and stuff that he did. You know, he was killing everybody's kids. Um, So they like chased him down and they, burned him so while he was being burned some like demons approached him like in his like state of mind that he was in i guess he was already like dying and they asked him if he wanted to continue killing and um i guess when he died they just granted him that how do you say it like they just granted him that availability or whatever like ability to um go into people's dreams and kill them what yeah scary so the film writer of course is Wes Craven yeah of course of course of course but you know what I heard that he grew up like in a real like Catholic home or like a no not Catholic it was like a religion where they couldn't like even watch TV so that's what kind of made him get into that creepy shit you know what I mean um So in an interview, Wes Craven explained that Freddy's character was inspired by a story of a young boy that was scared to go to sleep because he feared that death awaited him in his subconscious state. So sadly, um, the little boy was right. Um, 
the parents finally got this little boy to sleep because he was like paranoid. Um, and in the middle of the night, the parents woke up to screaming and it was their son. He had died in the middle of a nightmare. So that inspired Wes Craven to create Freddy Krueger. What? Yes. That's so crazy. I thought my story was going to be longer because I wrote it, but like he died of what? Like a heart attack? Yeah. So people started like when people die in their sleep of a heart attack, um, that's what kind of like inspired him because it's like you never know what. Like on the other side. What scared him so bad they gave him a heart attack? <gasps> can you imagine? That's so sad. That's one thing that's scary because Freddie can go in your dreams. Yeah. You can't stop a dream. Like, I mean, you kind of can, but it's not easy. Yes. Yeah, because I've had dreams about Freddie. You like, see? Please don't kill me. <laughs> please, please. He's all, I'm not here to kill you, baby. He's all, I'm, looking, I'm looking for that whole gato. <laughs> where she Shut live at. I know you I'll tell know. you. I'll tell you where I live, baby. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, that, I mean, I thought it was going to be longer, but because I typed everything out. But hey, that is the story of Freddy Krueger. And so now for my little baby, Chucky. <laughs> so this, <laughs> Chucky? this one is like super short because, you know. I suck at researching and I was tired. But anyway, um, <laughs> so Chucky, we She's all honest. know <laughs> Chucky. Um, it was a serial killer named Charles Lee Ray um, or known as the Lakeshore Strangler. He was eventually shot by a detective. Charles did not want to die. So he went into a toy store and used a voodoo object, which is the heart of Dambala. Dambala. The heart of Dambala <laughs> to transfer his soul into the nearest object, which just ho- happened to be a good guy doll, uh, which was then sold to some lady. And then, bam, that's how it all started. But did you know how they got the name Charles Lee Ray? How? So um, they got three names from famous killers. So Charles came from Charles Manson. Manson. Yes. Lee came from Lee Harvey Oswald. <gasps> and then um, Charles Lee Ray came from James Earl Ray. Do you know who that is? I th- think so, so. Charles Manson was the one with the cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was the man who assassinated President John F. Kennedy. Yes. Yeah, John uh-huh. F. Kennedy. Um, and then James Earl Ray was the person that killed Martin Luther King. <gasps> yeah. Really? So they got those three names and created. I never knew his name. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So they got those three names and they created Charles Lee Ray. Wow. The killer. That's clever. Yeah. That was a fun fact. Fun also, fact. did y'all know that um, there's actually been murders like inspired by Chucky? Like I saw this one where these teenagers killed a little boy and dumped paint all over him. Blue paint like in one of the movies um, that happened in real life. Nuh-uh. Real life murders. Ooh. Yeah. Scary. Oh, did y'all know that you remember in that movie? um where Chucky has a kid, mm-hmm. whatever, yes. ch- seed of Chucky, mm-hmm. how they were um, chasing after this car and it's Britney Spears inside. Well, Britney Spears had no idea that they were going to use like a doppelganger of her. 
Really? Like she oh, had really? no idea until the movie came out. Was she, she mad? I don't know. I don't think she was. I was looking at the thing and no, it doesn't say that she was mad. Because you know how there's some like celebrities that get all pissed off with that stuff? Like, yeah. they're not using it. Me. They gotta pay me money. Me. 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 It says the clearest cut example was of a woman who was tortured by a group of men who were yelling Chucky catchphrases at her while they were murdering her. Bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? They're just fucking stabbing her. Can you imagine? That's so crazy how people like. Like, I love like horror and like slasher movies, but it's just crazy how people get like really inspired by them in real life, Mm -hmm. but like in a negative way. Yeah, I was reading this thing that said like 10 uh, facts about Chucky or something. And Mm. I found like if people didn't know this, it says Chucky has a sex scene. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Chucky might not be the first movie ever about a creepy doll or the first horror franchise to grip the box office in the 80s. But it was the first movie to have a doll have sex <laughs> it says first scene of two dolls sleeping together and also first ever scenes of a doll attempting to impregnate a human with a turkey baster <laughs> like, that's one of my favorite scenes i wonder if people have tried that oh definitely getting someone with, pregnant a turkey with a turkey baster? baster that happens all the time no i thought it's like in a lot of movies now but now, yeah. <laughs> you now know that in some of the old Chucky movies, it was like um, they had to have one person moving each body part. It wasn't like robotic like now. Like even the eyebrows had somebody moving them. <gasps> really? And the hands. Oh, it was like a puppet. And the fingers. Typing? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Weird. But <laughs> I thought I was really going to. When I was typing all this shit out, I thought it was going to be longer. But now I'm sitting here and I'm like, damn, y'all stories were long. And I'm just like, yo, Freddie Chucky. Chucky are my... That's so funny because I feel mint. like I didn't do Michael and Jason justice. So I'm like... Me neither. Me neither. But y'all, I didn't even like really like... I've been busy, all right? <laughs> it's true. It's been a busy week. I forgot to mention one thing about uh-huh. Leatherface. So um, Leatherface... And according to director Tobe Hopper, um, Leatherface actually kills out of fear, not malice or violence. Because he's scared of other people? Because he's scared of other people because he it's actually been determined that he does have a slight intellectual disability. Um, Basically, it's like, you know, um, well, in here it says mental retardation, but I don't like that term so you know we're just gonna say the other one um but he was apparently diagnosed with a degenerative neuro disorder when he was only 12 years old so leatherface was raised by um the hewitts and sawyers uh, after being abandoned in a dumpster at a meat parking plant so depending on upon which movie you watch he's either dumped in the parking meat parking plant or somewhere else but that's why he kills like out of fear because he has a fear of people that makes sense yeah it's interesting makes sense that's so funny my grandpa's like a huge like 
horror fanatic and like he's the reason why I love like horror movies, slasher movies, everything. But he's terrified of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Really? Yeah, really? terrified. He won't watch it. I wonder why. He won't watch it. I remember I saw him watching it one time and like he couldn't really get through the whole movie because he's like, nope, I can't do it. Uh, so I think growing up, um, mm-hmm. when the movie first came out, um, it was told that it was based off a true story. It was. I think and then yeah, um, saying that. I think he said that my great grandpa, his dad, actually they drove through that town that supposedly the movie was like based, based off, off of, of, and terrified him. So, so it was like a childhood, I guess, like trauma, trauma. or horror for him. So even now as an adult, it it's hard for him to watch the movies. Well, that's what I thought until I started doing like the research. research. I thought it was a legit like Real. there was a town in Texas where they like killed people and ate them and like did all this yeah. stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, like that's so freaking crazy. And then, and then it's not. Mm-hmm. Say, oh, also fun fact about Nightmare on Elm Street. We were watching it. Remember, we were watching it last mm-hmm. Sunday and it said featuring Johnny oh, no, Depp. Introducing, introducing Johnny Depp. Introducing. I was oh. like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> little baby but he's really? so Look hot at him. he's so fun this man is so wait fun. is that okay for us to say that how old was he there please be 18 uh, yeah <laughs> wait yeah. doesn't count right he's old already he's already he's older okay he's fine <laughs> bro look at him he aged like fine wine like, we're hey, did saying age all like this fine stuff wine. to the tv hey, yeah. what did, i was like he looked hot then and he's hot now <laughs> yeah for real. like he would be the only older man that i would ever be like hi for Hi. any other older man, Hello. I'd be like, no, I love him. Well, and Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa too. I, I like, like Jason Momoa. Um, Sofia Vergara's husband. <gasps> oh my God! Yes, Joe Magiano. Yeah, yes. What's up? <laughs> oh, okay, then three. To, I forgot to say two. You see, now that we're talking about it, I'm remembering stuff. But whatever, this episode is gonna be all over. But y'all guys love us for that. Anyway, <laughs> people were saying that Chucky was based on Robert. You know, that doll, mm-hmm. Robert. Um, but it's not. Like, really, the producer just was really inspired by the Buddy doll. And then the Annabelle doll, the Raggedy Ann. Mm-hmm. And um, Cabbage Patch Kids. And that's Cabbage how, Patch Kids. Yeah, and that's how Chucky was born. Fun fact. You know, you when know what my Buddy doll looks like? <laughs> we I'm should just do an episode where we just <laughs> say fun fact. And fun fact. Fun uh-huh. fact, when I was born, I was preemie and had to wear Cabbage Patch clothes. Stop. Yes, I was so small. I had to wear cabbage patch doll clothes. Hell no, I was a big old bitch. <laughs> I was wearing like eight months. I was, I was wearing two, months. two teeth. <laughs> oh, stop! That's almost Jason. Stop. Oh. Okay, but look at this. Is the actual my buddy doll? Oh nope, you creepy. See you see it? I can see why cabbage patch though. The face kind of looks like a cabbage patch doll. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But nope, that creeps me out. I don't like it. <laughs> yep. That, that is what Chucky I can was see why. Inspired by. Oh, hell no. Look at that face. He's looking at that. You out. He's like, hi. We should post I'm this. I'm good guy. Wanna fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Play. Sorry. Play. Uh, so we do have a listener Oops. story. <laughs> okay, go. Listener. <laughs> she wrote us in today, actually. Um, you know, but before you say it, I had been telling her to send us a story for a long time, and she was, like, really scared. So for her to send that, I was like, I messaged her. I'm like, I'm proud of you. Do you want to read her story? You can read it. It's cool. Because there's some... Um, 
Spanish. Spanish in it. She's and like, I'm please like, read I'm, it. I'm not going to be able to pronounce that shit, okay? Okay. I'm going to sound stupid. <laughs> so it says, <clears throat> and this is from my BFF since we were like five years old, Daisy. We went to the same elementary. I couldn't bring myself to listen to the entire devil episode when i was like five or six i vividly remember getting up to get water and looking to my right into our living room standing there in the middle of the room was a tall horned figure i remember feeling nothing and just kind of standing there the figure then stepped into the light revealing a normal face of someone that i never met they asked te puedo preguntar por un favor meaning can i ask you for a favor and i said yes then walked away to wake up my mom. I've always felt like I'm followed, not necessarily by something good or something bad. I open the door for a favor and one day a favor will be collected. So when I first read it, I was kind of like, well, what was the favor? But she ended up coming back and saying that she had asked her mom, like, hey, have you ever talked to us like about the devil and like any religions? And her mom told her, no, like, I wanted y'all to make y'all's own choice when y'all got older. And so she's kind of like, uh, yeah, I made I made a promise to do this favor for someone or something that I have no idea what the favor's for. And like one day they're going to collect on me. And she said that her mom agreed to it too, right? Yeah, she said, it says, this memory is ingrained into my mind. And when I asked my mom if she ever taught us about the devil she said no i never introduced introduced y'all to religion because i wanted you to have a choice and because i grew up catholic and when i was a little girl se me apareció algo and asked me for a favor and i also said yes so when the mom the way i'm reading it is when the mom was younger something appeared to her and also asked her for a favor and she said yes so and whatever it's like they it is, were too little to know better, right? Whatever it is, is going around asking for favors. But they don't know what that favor is. Yeah. Ashley's like, hell no. Hail to the fucking no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bitch. Mm-hmm. See, that kind of scares me because I told Nick the same thing that I was just going to, we were going to let Sophia like choose like when she gets older. And now I'm like, bitch, I'm fucking telling her shit. Like. Mm. I'm, you, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to tell her like what she should be. I'm just going to tell her like, this is this religion. This is this religion. This is what this is. This is what this is. Like, but, you know, I get it. Like there's some parents that like don't want to talk about the devil or like evil things or mm-hmm. entities in front of their kids. So I get that. But it's just scary to know that whatever this is, is going down almost like each generation and asking yeah. for favors. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know what that favor is. Like, I can't even imagine like going like living like that. But also, like, she's so brave. Like, that man just was like, can I ask you for a favor? Yes. And she was just like, "Uh, yes. And just went to go to her mom's room. Like, I would have, like, walked in, saw, like, from the corner of my eye, like, the figure and been like, nope. Nope. And walking walking right back for, like, not not today. I see how some parents don't want to introduce their kids to, like, anything like bad or good but i feel like if you don't expose them or like if you don't tell them somebody else will and they Mm -hmm. might tell them the wrong info exactly or just make them like they're gonna be scared so you have to prepare them for the worst yeah i always say that's my mentality because i have anxiety like you don't necessarily have to like 
this is how I was raised and what I grew up as. And so this is, this you is how be. you should follow. No. no, like I don't care. Like if I have a kid, like I don't care what they choose, just as long as they're as happy. long as they're informed and they make an educated decision. Exactly, yeah. educated. That's what my dad had told me because there was this girl in my high school who like she kept wanting me to go to her church and she's like, please, 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 like come to my church, come to my church. She's like, I think you'll like it, but she was a totally different. I forgot what religion she was, but totally different from mine uh, that I was. And so um, I asked my dad, I was like, well can i and he's like do you want to and i was like i don't know that's why i'm asking like can i go and he's like well yeah he's like i mean you don't have to be what me and your mom are he's like if you go and like it and learn about it and you want to do that then go ahead so i did ended up not liking it because it was a little too cray cray for me Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. i was like oh okay and that's what opened the door for me to like start researching and learning about other different religions Mm -hmm. till i finally came to my own conclusion yeah yeah I grew up Catholic, straight up Catholic. Like I have all my sacraments done. Oh, I mean, whatever, except for marriage to be coming soon Ah. to be continued. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Yeah. other people, my uncle tried to get me to go to his church. And I basically sat there for two hours and heard them talk bad about other religions. I'm not going to say what what church he goes to. But I was like, this isn't right. And I'm never going to go back. To this church like, I've thank you for too. bringing me i've but gone no. i've gone to church and their pastor whatever was talking bad about other religions specifically mine because it was in my religion that i went that mm-hmm. that church was and i just felt myself like mm, you're standing up there preaching that you shouldn't judge but you're judging others that don't follow the same beliefs that you do mm-hmm. no that's wrong that's wrong very hypocritical yeah whatever that's a totally different like controversial topic topic, (laughs) and i'm gonna end up getting pissed off and cussing but i don't want to cuss bitch because then (laughs) we will become slashers Slashers. and my what is it my uh weapon will be this mic that keeps hitting me in my face (laughs) my choice of weapon (laughs) weapon We're tired, guys. It's 1035 at night. My choice of weapon would be these titties. These, I was sure to say these, these nuts. Oh, yeah, these I don't have nuts. nuts. Not today. But I have these titties and I will go around and titty slap people until they pass out. Um, Hit me up. <laughs> but I um, I just want to say Daisy is very brave for writing that in. Yes, she actually, thank you. Um, she actually wrote me back and said that she had to leave her house to type it out and send it to us because she didn't want to do it inside her home. Because mm. so, she doesn't live in that home no more, though. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't want to uh, bring the bad energy right. to the new home. Like she didn't want to totally remember it and, like, in the house that she's yeah. living in now. But I don't remember she, why, but she had sent me pictures of her old house that she used to live at i think i don't remember why she sent me pictures i might still have them in my messenger somewhere but she was like do you see something and then i sent them to matt's mom and matt's mom remember my ex's mom um -hmm. she's like she knows stuff and she's like i see a face i see a face on top of the stove and i was just like oh fuck so i need to find them and i'll see if i find them and i'll show you yeah don't show me i'm fine I'm going to show you. <laughs> at three in the morning on a nope. group chat. You're going to send him in a text message. <laughs> right at Damn three. It. <laughs> but yes. Thank you, Daisy. Love you. Yes. Thank you thank so you. much, guys. And if you want to send us your stories or your experiences, please email us at scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on our website, scarynotscarypodcast.com. And if you want to become a Patreon, 
go to our Patreon, donate. We have one tier that has a whole bunch of perks that you can join in on if you become a Patreon. And all of the proceeds will go to our podcast. Updated equipment, field trips, like Ari wants to say. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let's go on a field trip to Las Vegas. Yep, sure. Let's go. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay, you're driving us. Okay. I'll drive. Uh, fo- did next. I already say follow on all social media? No. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh. Did I? <laughs> I don't know. Y'all suck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> follow us on all social media at Scary Not Scary Podcast. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes so we can get in the charts. Uh, follow us on Spotify. We are also on Podbean. Make sure you yes. download Podbean. Follow us. We do our live show. We just did a live show last Sunday. Two Sundays ago, when this episode comes out, it'll be two, what, two Sundays ago? Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, and merch. If you want merch, go to scarynotscarypodcast.shop. Yes. yes. Dot shop. All the dot links shop. will be attached to the episode in the description. If you ever read our description, <laughs> probably don't because sometimes like I don't know what to put in the description. <laughs> so don't ever read the description. Just go down to the links and click all the links at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Oh, we have a pumpkin carving contest going on. Mm-hmm. So make sure you submit your pumpkin carvings. Uh, deadline is going to be Saturday, October 30th, and we will announce our first, second, and third prize winners on Sunday, October 31st. Halloween! Halloween! Yay! Yay! And I think that's it. I'm tired. I know the girls are tired. I'm tired. I'm I don't tired. hear the kids screaming yet, but I'm pretty sure when we open the door, we're going to hear kids crying. They're actually passed out? They are? Well, except for Sabrina. Oh, yeah. Of, of course. course. Yeah. She's a party girl. <laughs> Jason was passed she out. She got that for me. I knew he was going to pass out. <laughs> but yes, that's it. And until next time, remember to always stay scary. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!